Today on Happy Hour, we're bringing you information now that the 2023 cruising season has kind of come to a close. We know that everybody's starting preparations and planning for next year's uh, summer vacation season. And we thought it would be really cool to kind of dig into uh, the major cruise lines and really do a quick price comparison to see for everybody out there that's planning their, their vacations for next summer, uh, where are you gonna get your best bang for your buck? So uh, stay tuned, that's coming at you in just a few. Welcome back to Cruise News and Booze, where we sit down, have a drink, and talk about all things cruise related. We are here uh, continuing our happy hour series where we sit down once a week and we talk about all things cruise related. What is this, number eight? Yeah, number eight. So, yeah, we got some fun things planned for today. Um, we're going to be talking about the 2024 cruising season um, and kind of comparing prices on all the different cruise lines to see uh, who has the best deals for this year. We know everything is pretty expensive right now and everyone's trying to save as much money as possible. So we're going to be talking about that some. We've got a little bit of cruise news. Yeah, we've got a little bit of cruise news. For the week. Um, one thing is something I talked about in a previous video, if you watched it um, last week, but I did that video by myself because Caleb wasn't available for that. But I wanted to talk to you about it since we're sitting down here um, and see your thoughts on it because it was a real mess. It was. Um, and what I'm talking about, if you haven't watched- Let's get into the drinks first. Oh, yeah, drinks first. They're I'm, Russian. They're, I'm sorry. Uh, just trying to... <laughs> She forgot the whole booze part of the cruise news and booze. She was doing cruise news and then booze. Well, if you watch the other video, you know this is something I feel very strongly about. Um, I edited the video. <laughs> I, I know how you feel about it. All right, so what do we got today? So uh, we're going to try to uh, start bringing out, uh, we're trying to put a little emphasis on the booze part of our name. And uh, we're going to try to bring a featured cocktail every yeah. week. So last week for our 007 episode, we did the Vesper Martini, uh, which is uh, the classic uh, for the gentleman himself. Yep. So what do we got this week? This week is a apple cider mar margarita. Mm, so, looks delicious. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try so this. Little, so what's this made of? This has got some rum in it. It's got some lime in it. It's got, I'm guessing it's got some apple cider. It's got tequila. Oh, te oh you're right. It's tequila. A, it's, it's a margarita. <laughs> Apple Tequila. cider, some lime. We got a nice cinnamon and sugar rim here. So we'll looks delicious. Let's give it a try. See what I think. Cheers. Don't mess my rim up. That's pretty good. That is uh, that's definitely tequila. Or <laughs> um, full disclosure, I'll try my best to keep my clothes on. <laughs> um, they say tequila uh, makes your clothes fall off, so I'm gonna try to keep we'll them try on. Try to stay close. We'll try to stay video. close throughout the entire video for you guys. All right, so let's dig into the first one. So, um, you want to talk about the Carnival Radiance mess? Yeah. So um, that's how we have it titled "mess." It's just a mess. That's all there is to say about it. So um, last week it came out that uh, Carnival Radiance during its cruise uh passengers were awoken at two o'clock in the morning to water flooding into their rooms from the ceilings the walls um there was 
up to a foot and a half of water in the hallways and rooms of guests. Um, really no communication, it seemed like, immediately from Carnival. Uh, no one came to check on them for uh, four hours, I think it was. So, um, of course, the guests were very unhappy because they don't know what's happening. They don't know what's going on with the ship. They don't know why their rooms are flooded. They're trying to save their possessions. I would immediately assume if I was asleep and I woke up and I, you know, stretched oh, and stepped down and I heard whatever the sound yeah. of your foot stepping in water makes, um, I would immediately think, oh shit, we're going down. Oh yeah, that would be my first thought. Because how else, I would immediately assume it's ocean water in the room. And if you see water coming down mm. through the walls, you're yeah. like, oh no, this is it, like it's happening. So, um, Carnival Radiance, it's an older ship, it was built in 2000. Yeah. So it was just recently refurbished in 2020. Uh, and this, uh, ship carries 2,984 passengers. So it's got a total of 19, 26. Let's see. I'm trying to do the math here. Like 3000 cabins, give or take okay. a few. Um, and, uh, I, as I had imagined, I guess the, the plumbing of a cruise line, right? So it all come out that it was a broken pipe yeah. and a ceiling throughout the hallway. Um, and I imagine the plumbing system on the cruise is pretty in depth and I'm oh, sure there's sure. sensors and things like that to let them know when something's failed, but I'm guessing it's pretty high pressure because you got to think it's coming from like a pump room and yeah. get all the way up to the top at the pressure needed in order to, you turn the faucet on, it's there and we take that for granted, right? We do, yeah. Whether it's at home, you know, we recently yeah. had a plumbing, you know, thing occur here at the house where we had water leaking down in our basement. Um, we take that for granted. So, you know, uh, I'm sure that, you know, these things happen pretty right. frequently, but I think what's probably more upsetting is how it was handled, right? right. Like that's yeah. what you're more pissed off that's about. That's kind of, yeah. Um, so, you know, like as she was saying that nobody from Carnival really said anything or did anything. And I think that's the first no-no, right? Yeah. Like, you know, in, in my line of work, things happen, right? Like, you know, things occurred and it's all about what you do when they, when they happen, right? right. So, being responsible and responsive when something occurs, I think is important. Yeah. I think back to Hall in America when, and again, part of the Carnival Cruise Company, right? Or Carnival, what do they call Corporation. it? Corporation. Corporation, yeah. Um, you know, we did a sailing on a Hall in America ship that had just come out of dry dock refurbishment. And we had issues with our room. Yeah. And it took me quite a while to get somebody to give a shit to do something about it. Yeah. And I think that this kind of, you know, goes along those same lines, right? Like maybe because disasters occur so often on their ships that they're numb to it. Yeah. Maybe. Um, could be the, the situation that occurred here, but ultimately, um, you know, a, a carnival spokesperson said, Oh, you know, it only affected 2% of our cabins. Well, let's do the math, right? About right. 3000 cabins, 2% doesn't sound like a lot. But, but that's it, almost 60 cabins. That's, that's a lot of people. 60 families, that's 60 couples or people traveling. Those are their things, their belongings, their home for the week. Well, it's also, I mean, after something like that happens, I don't think... Yeah, like my air conditioner breaks in 60 cabins. Right. Oh, man, we're sorry. Right. Here's a couple hundred bucks on board credit. 
here's a new room. Right. But flooding and everything getting destroyed, just that experience, I could, I, it seems like there needed to be a much bigger response. What do you say we do? You say we go take over the ship? <laughs> we call it the no. Palm Radiant, <laughs> the Palm Cruise Line. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, first off, I wouldn't go on a ship that's that old. After our experience on board the Holland America's yeah, Zyder Dam, I've sworn off old things. ships. Yeah. The ship's 23 years old. Your dad's actually on board the Zyder Dam as we speak. Hopefully, his air conditioner's working <laughs> and everything's functioning as intended. It's not a very big ship, right? I mean, it's it's no. it's about a thousand feet. So, you know, I think it's a risky run when you go on some of these older ships. I think that, uh, but but all in all, it still doesn't rectify the cruise line not being accountable. Yeah, they have a responsibility to those guests to for them to have a good experience. So as I do, anytime we talk negatively, I say, shame on you, Carnival. You should do better. And the problem is, is that we're doing that pretty often for Carnival. It um, is. A, yeah, it seems like there's been a lot of things. I mean, done. we're we're eight episodes in the happy hour. I mean, so that means we're eight weeks into doing some of these videos. We've been cruising for a long time. But I feel like every week we're talking about Carnival. Yeah. Like good, bad, or indifferent. <laughs> no. I know. So. Um, no news is I guess good I, news. Well, I guess what they say, like, any publicity is good publicity. So, I don't know. Maybe Carnival's so. got the marketing thing figured out. Maybe. Like. Anyways, so anyway, let's go on to some good news. Yeah, good news. So uh, something that happens, you know, pretty often. We've talked about it a few times on the channel. Yeah. You know, and that is the uh, I think they call it the Oscar, 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 right? Yeah. The, the man overboard signal on board a cruise ship. Uh, something you never want to hear. No. Uh, sailing that you're on, um, and unfortunately, it's something that occurred over the weekend. Yeah. Just a few days from when they uh, left port, actually, I think, on uh, Symphony of the Seas, which is one of the biggest cruise ships in the world until Wonder came along. Um, so, I mean, when you think about someone going overboard just on one of those ships, and if you, you know, if you're up top and you're trying to look down and look for somebody, like that seems so daunting because those ships are so massive. Well, I think it happened in the middle of the night. Yeah, too, right? I am, I'm pretty sure. Worst possible time yeah. that, that could go go down. <clears throat> but the good news is, well, the, so the symphony was on a it's on a transatlantic sailing, yeah. so it's coming from Barcelona, I think, to Fort Lauderdale, yeah, or somewhere in Florida. And shortly after they left, like you said, um, there was the call. Uh, uh, passengers heard overhead the Oscar, Oscar, Oscar call, which means man overboard. And looking at satellite tracking data, they can see that the ship turned around. And began its search. Yeah. Um, and what was the good news you were going to say? Good news is that they found them. They found the passengers. They so, were able to bring them back on board. So Royal Caribbean's had five man overboard incidents so far this cruising season, 2024. Or, I'm sorry, 2023. I'm already... Next, <laughs> I'm thinking about these trips <laughs> that we were looking at today. And their 2023 season, um, this is the only one they've successfully recovered. Yeah. It doesn't have a very high recovery rate. Um, so, uh, and, and they say when, when a passenger or a crew go overboard, it's very rare is the term they use that they actually. Yeah. Cause the ocean the is so vast. You don't know. It's pretty big. You don't, I mean, it's just, when you think about the sheer size, when you're out there and there's nothing else around to, you know, there's no landmarks that they can look to, to find a person. 
a yeah. lot of times, you know, if they get sucked under the ship, there's so many variables. That's that the scariest that's thing the scariest of like part. being sucked because those ships, while they're propelling forward, there's a draw yeah. where it's pulling people into the ship. So I very, very glad that they found this person. Um, it sounds like maybe within just an hour or two after yeah. they announced Oscar, 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 they that's announced incredible. that they recovered them and that they were in the medical facility. Um, so. You know, we, we talk about this because it really is like a, a, a PSA, right? A public service announcement. You know, falling over a ship is not something to take lightly. No. You know, it happens pretty often. And the odds of recovery are... Are not good. Less than probably, I would say, if we looked at the, the statistics for everyone, probably less than a percent. Yeah. So just cruise carefully, you know, be mindful of where you are, be mindful of, of what you're stepping on. And and, and and even I think Royal Caribbean said when, you know, when they made this announcement that that's one of the things they put in their safety briefing. If somebody goes overboard and you see them, do not take your eyes off of them. No, like call someone them. else to, to come to go get help, but don't take your eyes off of them so you can at least kind of follow where they're at. So it's nice to see that Royal Caribbean is taking this seriously. You know they're they're saying giving people tips that this does happen how to how to kind of help and and make it a good situation like this where the person is found and if you're ever in those moments right try to remain, remain calm right yeah. you know if you you know if you see something if you see something happen you know like molly said you got to really pay attention to where they are try to yeah. stay fixated on them have somebody else call for help and then again just remain calm you know because in those those moments your adrenaline begins to kick in and yep. the last thing you should ever do is jump in after them no i don't don't do I don't, that i didn't think i need to say that <laughs> you think like if you're somebody's in a pool right, right. your instinct is to jump after them but just be careful you know just right. don't overserve yourself you know if you're feeling dizzy or you're feeling not well stay away from the sides of the ship if the ship's moving a lot, stay away yeah. from the sides of the ship. You know, don't go climbing on railing or don't go climbing on your balcony railing. Yeah. Things that it just seems like are common knowledge. They just, you know, yeah. they, they aren't. So that's kind of it for cruise news this week. So okay. yeah, we wanted to hit you guys with cruise news early in the week. And um, our goal is to, uh, we've changed up our schedule of how we do these a little bit. Our goal is to be able to get these out to you a little bit quicker from the time we film them. So the information regarding cruise news is, is more accurate. So it's time to put our money where our mouth is. Yep. So um, we did the work for you. So what we sought out to do this week, uh, our theme for this week was cruise line price comparison. Yep. So we looked at the five, what we consider major cruise lines. Yeah. So we looked at Royal Carnival, Norwegian, MSC, and Virgin Voyages. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to see just how different is it from one to the next. Yeah. So let's set up a let's set a little backstory, right? So we what we did was we picked the peak cruising season, so summer, and everybody's out. Yeah. Kids are on vacation or summer break. Parents like to go on vacation because it's easier to not disturb the school schedule. And and it's and it is the time of year where uh cruisers like us say no. No, thank you. We are not going on a cruise during that time of year because it is just too crazy. Too many yeah. people uh cruising, too much going on, and uh the prices just go crazy they during that time frame. So bad. 
So we wanted to do the research to help you know where you need to get the best bang for your buck. Yep. So we sought out to look at the newest, okay, so let me back up a little bit. We picked a time of year. Yes. And we picked a location. Yes. So we're looking at Caribbean itineraries. Are all of these that we compared, or are they all like? They're all Caribbean. Um, and Do they vary from like Eastern to Western? I think or are they all? they're mostly all. It's a good thing you got notes here. They're mostly all Eastern. Okay. Um, a few don't specify right like virgin they always have different names they don't say it's an eastern or western they just sunset so right yeah it's you know dominican days so oh. um they don't really specify but most of them are all eastern okay cruises um and then they're all leaving from florida okay so right? either port canaveral port everglades or, or port miami. miami yep okay. so it's mostly from there and then it was the seven days okay seven days. except for virgin because they gotcha. don't do seven days correct is it a six day it's a five day okay that gotcha. was the longest that yep. they had and then the other thing was the newest version of the ship that was sailing at that time so we're comparing apples to apples and what we think yes because it's the same time of year the same destinations going from the same places on the newest version of the ship they have in that region right so I know some of them were... Um, yeah, like Norwegian didn't have any super new ships in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean at that time. So we had to find the newest ship they had available yep. in that area. So I think this is really exciting because, you know, we see a lot of people ask the question, like, what cruise line should I go on? And right. there, there's something for everyone on every cruise line. You know, I don't think there's a single best cruise line. No. When we go on different cruises, we, we often are looking for different experiences. Yep. You know, for example, we've got Celebrity booked this coming up January. We're going on that cruise to experience the luxury version of Royal Caribbean yeah. without anything added. We are taking base fare. Yeah. We may get a non-alcoholic beverage package, but we're, we're wanting to experience what is what is the base celebrity experience look like. Yeah. And then in May, we're going on board MSC to actually, I think the ship we're comparing here, um, to experience the yacht club which yeah. is the high-end experience right so there's no specific cruise line so if you're looking for which cruise you go on and you're specifically wanting to purchase on price this is the video for you yeah because we're really going to break down what is the difference between them as far as a price comparison yeah and we're going to talk about things you get things you don't get um how do they compare from each other because sometimes the cruise the base cruise fare isn't even the biggest part of it, right? It depends. Do you want to add packages? Because if you're going to add packages to it, whether it's, you know, dining or drinks or excursions, that's all extras that you want to take into consideration because that can rack up pretty quickly. Yeah. And so what we compared here is we picked the, again, same time period, all area, interior all interior base rooms, rooms base price so this is what you get for the advertised price yeah so this is not the price we're going to give you has nothing to do with add-ons or anything like that and again these prices can vary this oh yeah is what it was as of today because cruise is dynamic pricing but i'm gonna be honest i was uh, i was I, I wasn't too shocked at how much the one was because <laughs> i anticipated that but I was actually kind of surprised at how close all the other ones the are. The other ones are all pretty close, yeah. I was really surprised by that. So let's look at the ships first. So let's talk right. about the uh, five, we already talked about the five cruise lines. Right. 
Let's talk about the five ships we're comparing. All right, so the five ships, the first one, of course, is Icon of the Seas, which is largest cruise ship, largest in, the cruise ship in the world. It is probably the most highly anticipated ship in the world right now from uh, Royal Caribbean. So it's just um, it's the one that everybody wants all to the go rage on. right now. It is. It's been years. God, since what, 2008? Since Royal Caribbean's launched a new class of ships? Yeah. So it's been a long time. Uh, this has been in, in the design or uh, research process for Ooh. quite some time. So it's a highly anticipated cruise ship. Yep. Which means that it comes with a highly anticipated price tag. Yes, it does. Um, but anyways, we wanted to put it on here because, again, we sought out to compare all the major lines with all the newest ships at that time period. Yeah, and that's the one I think everyone will, when they're thinking of going on a cruise, they'll be like, oh, I want to go on Icon. And just because it's it's so, you know, widely talked about and hyped up, it doesn't mean that that's the best. Like, don't feel like you're missing out if you don't go on that. Because all of these ones that we're talking about, they all have some really great features. And, oh. and when you think about size, right? So the Icon of the Seas, is uh, it's debuting in 2024, so it's not even out yet. It's going to be coming out in January. Yep. It's 250,000 tons. So I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you compare it to one of the other ships, it's almost twice the size. Yeah, and none of these ships are small. No, they're anything. all big ships. Yep. So, so we're gonna. So, so the first one we're comparing is Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Sea. Mm -hmm. So, what's the next one? Next one is going to be the Norwegian Breakaway. Um, like I said, this isn't one of the newest ships from Norwegian, but it is the newest one that is over in that area at that time. Gotcha. And uh, I mean, it's a... It, it's a big ship, too. Yeah, it's a big ship. It's 145,000 tons. So yep. the Icon is 100 tons more than that. All yeah. right. So no, so we got Royal Caribbean Icon, Norwegian Breakaway. What's the next one? Next one is MSC. Um, and they're, the one that is the newest at that time is the Seascape. Oh, we're going on the sea. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. So okay. this is the okay. seascape. Um, it came out uh, July 2022, so it's okay. still not very old. Um, it's pretty it, new. It's pretty new. One of their newer ships. That's the newest one they have in America. Yes. Until the world, world America comes. Yeah. World yeah. Europa is only in Europe and yeah. world America doesn't launch until 2025. All right. So we got Icon of the Seas from Royal, Breakaway from Norwegian, Seascape from MSC. I'm going to pre-apologize. I'm probably going to call it Seashore. <laughs> Not intentional. All right, what's next? So then we have Carnival Mardi Gras. Um, that Hard one is... <laughs> it will be going out of Port Canaveral. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, one of the new class of ships from Carnival. It's got a lot going on. Lots it's a good-looking ship. It is a good-looking ship. I was When I was looking, I was like, wow, it's that's, got that's a, a really It's got a little bit of that, like, Holland America class to it. It does. Right? I like what they did with these new class of ships uh, from Carnival. They, they look really nice. They got a lot of fun stuff going on. All right. And last but not least. Virgin Voyages. Mm. And it love is them, love them, love them. going to be the Valiant Lady. <laughs> is the Valiant one. Lady. Because yeah. the Resilient is... We don't know what's going on with her. For the time being. Yeah. It's uh, Namas. <laughs> it's partially built. It's, it's built. It just has no staff. All right. So we got our five cruise lines, our five cruise ships. All right. Yep. So let's dig into each of the ships. Let's talk right. a little bit about what each of the ship has to offer. So we, we uh, 
If we start with icon, it's well, more like, what doesn't it have? Yeah, we kind of <laughs> spoiled the, the icon a little bit because we, we shared a little bit about it. So yeah. icon's touted as the largest cruise ship in the world yep. when it releases. This cruise ship has the ability to carry 7,514 passengers Crazy. at full capacity. I would never want to be around 7,514 <laughs> people. And it carries 2,350 crew for a total of 9,864 people. Wild. That is, I'm trying to think of like the population of the city we live in. Well, I like, just was thinking the crew is just as much as that carnival ship we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that, that alone is It's got crazy. 500 interior, inside cabins, 2,000 outside cabins, 2,000 cabins with balconies, eight, 180 suites, and the the maximum room occupancy it says two but it's actually more than that oh yeah um now this this ship has everything that you could potentially think of on it oh my From god yeah water slides to kids only zones to adult only zones to central parks to food to dining to aqua theaters to the aqua dome i mean this yeah we go really in depth in it uh, last week for our happy hour, we talked about all the new ships coming out and their specifically their features. Um, but yeah, it has everything imaginable on it. There's nothing it doesn't have. Yeah, there's nothing it doesn't have. So um, the again, I'm, I'm just looking at the passenger size because I think that could vary the price a little. Yeah, you would think if there's more capacity to carry more people, it'd be cheaper. One would think, but it is not the case. Hmm. So yeah, lots going on there with Icon. Right. So let's take a look at the Norwegian Breakaway. So this is a uh, ship that was built in 2013. Yeah. Uh, refurbished in 2018, about 145,000 tons. It has the capacity to carry 3,963 passengers and 1,600 crew. So that's a total of 50, eh, 55, 5,600 total capacity yeah the icon almost has double the capacity as the ship um and when i look at what what is there to do on the ship so it's got water slides it's got indoor pools it's got activity places it's got a sports court um really nice bars really nice kids zones it looks like it's got nice spa and things like that so again I, it doesn't seem like you're gonna be sacrificing anything no um by going on a wage breakaway the only thing i would say is the age right it's, right it's, it's a little older old. but it seems like it has a lot of you know really great features on it um, mm -hmm. that if those are the things that you're looking for out of your cruise um it, now, got it. says it's only got two pools that may be okay with the amount of people. Right, it's a lot less So people. it's got jogging track, mini golf, rock climbing, water slides, um, kids program, all the typical things you would expect. You know, casino, beauty salon, elevators, stuff like that. So again, I don't think you're missing anything out by going on that. Yep. All right, let's look at MSC Seascape, not to be confused with seashore or seaside. Yes. So many seas. <laughs> I think they could have come up with a better so Seascape Dang. is pretty new, like I said. Uh, 2022. Yeah, 2022 she came out, so not too long ago. Uh, we were on Seashore a couple seaside. years ago. Or Seaside. Oh my God. So well, and, and this looks like a sister-ish. It's a, Yeah, but they definitely did some new things, some different things. Um, you know, it has the same things, kind of like the 
other ones, it's got the robotic arm. Robotron. Yeah. What? And it's like on the top of the ship, too? Yeah. Damn. So it's got that. It's got some water slides. Um, you know, MSC is known for their beautiful ships, right? They're always very tastefully done. They the Swarovski. Swarovski crystal staircase. And man, I tell you what, the seaside, they put that shit on everything. It was everywhere. There were Swarovski crystals. It felt like you walked in a bathroom <laughs> and you were peeing in a urinal that had Swarovski crystals in it almost. They were everywhere. Yeah, they were they were everywhere on that one. But it was, it was a really beautiful ship and it looks like uh, the ship is even, you know, just as beautiful, if not more so. So, you know, they've got all the same things. They've got kids activities. They've got, um, you know, they've got specific areas for kids. Um, they do Legos. They do Legos. That's like their kids themed. Yeah. Thing. So um, I was a kid. I'd be all about that. Yeah. So it carries 5,877 passengers yeah. and 1,600 crews. So let's do the quick math here. That's six and eight and six is four. So 7,400. So it's a so, it's right between the breakaway and the icon. Yeah, I didn't realize those ships could carry it. That they have quite a lot of people on there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> most of the ship is outside cabins and then cabins with verandas, and doesn't seem like it's missing anything. I mean, no. I, again, I think it's a little unfair. Like I'm I'm a huge MSC fan. As long as you know what you're getting into, yeah. I think they've got some of the prettiest ships at sea. Yeah. Um, you just gotta have your expectations set correctly. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the, uh, I'm all about the MSC life. All right. So next one. Carnival. Carnival. Mardi Gras. Is it floating still? It sounds like a party. Are they fighting? Just, just Mardi Gras sounds fun. Is there water flowing down? There okay. may be some water flowing, at least from the water slides, because they do have some of those. So full <laughs> disclosure, we've never been on a carnival cruise. No. And at this point, with the disasters that occurred, we have no intentions to. <laughs> we may not be going. But I will tell you this. When we look at pictures of Carnival ships, usually we say, oh, that's kind of rough. Yeah, some so, of them look rough because they have some older ships out there. And so I'm looking at this one, some of the pictures. It, it Even though it's a newer ship, the theming just isn't kind of like as exquisite as you would see on like a, a Royal Caribbean or an MSC. Yeah. They just feel a little stuck between retro and modern. I don't know. What yeah, I don't know what it is. It's a different style. Anyways, so again. I mean, when you think of like the Royal, the Norwegian, the MSC, even Virgin... Their ships are just very classy. They're very nicely done. They're kind of cutting edge, uh, at least they're newer ones. So when you're kind of going, you know, from those to Carnival, which has a little different theming, a little different style, um, it's just, it's a little more noticeable because the other ones are kind of more on the same page. So this ship carries 6,631 passengers and 1,745 crew. And if my math's correct, that's 8,376 total. So that's a lot of people. I definitely did not use a calculator <laughs> to get that number. I did it all up here. That's a lot of people. So yeah, 8,376. So that's a lot. I didn't realize that Carnival had ships that big. 180,000 yeah, tons. Um, and it's got everything. Yeah. It's got the basketball courts, a fitness center, ice, uh, jogging track, mini golf, swimming pool, water slides. So doesn't look like you would be missing out on anything with this. It's got the little roller coaster, the like carnival roller coaster yeah. that, that spins around the fin. Um, it's kind of got a similar open concept on the back. 
like the MSC ship does. Oh yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, they call it the summer landing. So that's a, a sp nice little spot there. I think if you're going to go on any carnival ship, I think one of these new ones is the way to go. Like the Mardi Gras. There's some newer I, than the Mardi Gras. I thought you were going to say you should change your mind. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, if you're going to go on any carnival ship, you should change your mind immediately. No, no. I'm just saying like, if you want to go on a carnival ship, if that's, if that's what you're kind of looking into, um, just go on one of the newer ones. Cause they seem to have a lot of really fun things going on. And the last one is part of our comparison today. Uh, one of our favorite cruise lines yep. in the entire cruise industry. Um, and uh, we're, we're actually currently looking at, yeah, at booking, booking that out um, a little bit later this year. That's the Virgin Voyages Valiant Lady. Yep. So uh, we've sailed on the uh, Brilliant Lady. Scarlet Lady. Scarlet Lady. Man, I can't keep up. <laughs> the Scarlet Lady... Um, it was a really great time. Yeah. Had a lot of fun. Really amazing cruise. If you've never been on a Virgin Voyage ship, it's unlike anything else out there. Um, it doesn't have all of the, obviously there's no kids on it. It's adults only. So they don't have 18 and up. They don't That's have it. the water slides. They don't have, you know, some of the kids focused things. So if you're looking to do a vacation with your kids, this is obviously not the one for you. But um, if you are looking for an adults-only getaway, Virgin Voyages has some amazing features, um, mostly just because they include everything in their cruise fare. So that's one of the perks with them. You get, you know, you get everything kind of included. You don't get alcoholic drinks, you get everything else. So, um, so that's one of the nice things about them. Their food is probably some of the best we've had on any cruise ship. You um, get a specialty restaurant every night. Every night. There's and it's, no such thing as a main dining room. And everyone was fantastic and everyone was an experience. And they were the first cruise line to do away with the buffet. Yeah. And, and they, they did it pretty the, successfully, the, I would the say. The food hall, yep. um, which is their their buffet. It's where you, you're actually served table side yeah. by somebody. So that's a, that's a little bit different. Um, best pizza at sea. Hands down, oh, by far. Amazing. Nobody comes even close to comparison. And they've got the, uh, what's the place on the back of the ship? The, uh, yeah, I forgot you can the never number. remember. It's like the dock or something like that. Yeah, I think the dock is maybe right. So anyways, so, so those are our five comparisons. So we've set you up with where we're going, the time of year we're going, newest ships in the fleet for those different cruise lines. We got the brands, we get the ships in place. Yep. The only thing left to do now to get more alcohol. <laughs> All right. And um, Lady Booze has stood upon her graciousness to me again. And voila, magically appears a delicious beverage in the wild. Yeah. Seen in the famous saying. It's the price your bar tab going up 10 bucks. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right, so let's talk about where we're going. So on each of these cruises, Icon of the Sea, where's it going, Molly? So Icon of the Seas is doing an Eastern Caribbean and Perfect Day. So um, obviously Eastern Caribbean, and then we're going to Perfect Day at Coco Cay. So part of our comparison is we wanted to make sure that all of these ships went to their respective private island or yeah. a private island. Yep. So you still get that experience on all the comparisons. That's here. one of our favorite things when we do cruises is trying these different private islands. Um, we've been to quite a few now and it's always, I think, at least for me, it's the 
part of the highlight. Best yeah, it's the best port that you go to. Uh, obviously, Royal Caribbean's perfect day at Coco Cay is uh, amazing, right? It's got a whole water park there. There's so much going on. That's um, you gotta pay for. But each one has their own specific private island, right? They got things that they do there. So um, if that's something that you're looking for, these are all including. Yeah, private island. So Royal yep. Caribbean, I kind of see. So the one we're looking at specifically uh, is the Eastern Caribbean itinerary. That's a seven night goes to Coco Cay. I'm sorry. Yeah, perfect yeah, day at Coco Cay. The Norwegian itinerary we're looking at is a Caribbean. It yeah, it was just it just kind of said Caribbean. See if you can find more info um, on that one. Harvest Cay. Uh, so that's a Western Caribbean. Okay, it didn't yep. specify, but yeah, Western Caribbean. And Harvest K is um, their, private, their island. private island. Okay, perfect. So you get a stop there. Then going on to MSC, um, it's an Eastern Caribbean okay. and Ocean K, which is their private island. Um, we've been to Ocean K. Yep. It was a great time. I feel like we've been there. Is it just one? I've only like been, been there once. I don't know. I feel like we've gone twice. But we did. Uh, we did jet skis there. It was probably the best jet ski experience we had at any of these private islands. They let you <laughs> have fun. They do. Royal Caribbean does not let you have fun. <laughs> I've tried both of the private islands. They're both super lame. I don't. I don't recommend. But yeah. MSCs. Yeah, and they have. It's a really. Um, I would say MSCs private island is very peaceful, <laughs> serene, very relaxing. They've got their lighthouse mm -hmm. there where they do like the, the light, light shows, show. yep. and it, they do a really good job. It's not as necessarily as exciting as Royal Caribbean, but um, it's special in its own way, and I really enjoyed it. And they try to stay later. Yeah. So so yes. like Royal Caribbean, I feel like every time we've gone to Coca K, it's like four o'clock on the ship. Let's go, go, mm -hmm. go, go. Whereas MSC, you'll stay until eight, nine o'clock at night yep. on a lot of itineraries. So I really like that about theirs. Yep. Um, then Carnival, going... they just stop at a random, uh, <laughs> a, a random plot of sand that shows up in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. They run aground somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, they go to Amber Cove. All right. So well, we've been to Amber Cove too. That's a cool spot. Not on Carnival. We've yeah. been there on Holland America. Mm -hmm. But we really liked Amber Cove. It was super fun. Um, and there's specific parts like so. So Carnival's Amber Cove is a section that they own. Yes. Because other ships go to Amber Cove. But it's not theirs. But it doesn't go to the Carnival area. So the cool part about Carnival's Amber Cove is there's um, a swim-up bar. Yeah. Which was really cool with a nice kind of lazy-ish type of river pool yeah thing. massive pool little water slides that are included yeah as part of just going there and then they had that bar up on the, at the top yeah at the top um besides the fact that it's so damn hot yeah but it was really nice we were really surprised by how nice it was and, and how much was included in that bar you have to pay for the beverages yes let's just be honest yes but it sits up high you can see it from the ship really great and they were cheap yeah the drinks were pretty yeah, cheap relatively so. cheap yeah and let me guess, Virgin Voyages goes to Bimini Beach Club. They do. So we also have been to Bimini Beach Club. Um, it was a great experience too. Only thing with that is it's not right off the ship. You have to get a little tram. We have to get there. It's kind of a process. But once you get there, it's great. Um, and they don't own the island. No. It's actually, Part they of sublet a section of the island from a resort. So it is still Virgin exclusive. And your drink you package still, not package, but your 
straight credit. Correct. Still works there. On the island. Um, you've got a nice pool, nice swim up bar. There's some really fun chairs that kind of hang in the water. Theirs is probably the simplest. Yeah. But I think they they really thought out and spent a lot of money on execution. Yeah. So it's simple, but it's just because it's simple doesn't mean it's not a great experience. And I think that's really all of Virgin in general. It's simple, but it's executed so yep. well. Just do a really nice job. So, yep. all right. So let's let's look at some of these prices. I, I think this is where let's really all comes into it. Down to it. So, <laughs> um, we're just gonna rip the bandaid off, right? So we're gonna talk about Icon. So, as you can see, we're comparing apples to apples. And this we is from their website. Identical, and we're using their website. Their so website. I'm not using no deal searching. No. no various competing this agent with that agent and we just took it straight from the website yep so right. this is icon of the seas and this is for two people for two people okay um leaving on june 15th 2024 okay. two people an interior room right no frills no bonuses no picking your room none of that i went like, as simple and as cheap as possible you're lucky to get on the ship for this price for two people all in is six thousand two hundred and eighty-two dollars? Nope, ain't doing it. That's no way. So much money for two people an interior room, seven nights. That's ridiculous. We me. just got back from the Wonder of the Seas for two people in a boardwalk balcony with unlimited specialty dining and unlimited beverages. And we didn't pay half pay half of that. We paid a little more than half of that. But we but this gets nothing. Like I said, you're, you, you don't get you're lucky to get a ship. You get the room with the water <laughs> leaking through the ceiling. <laughs> All right, but that's so, crazy. They don't offer. There's no incentives. But there's... let's let's talk about it though. Right. We knew that we this knew was going to be gonna the most be expensive. Yeah. Be, mostly because we've looked at it, right? Because we've thought about going on it ourselves. And and I to don't... be fair, I think you can go, you know, to an external site, whether it's vacations to go, whether it's um. You know, one of these other places. At that price, it's a vacation no-go. But they have cheaper prices. I don't know if this price on Royal Caribbean is so much because so many large, um, you know, groups have booked them, up. Have booked them up. Could be. I don't know. That seems really high to me, even for Icon, even for Royal Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, it's about 3000 a person when you, yeah. add, when you take out the tax. It is, yeah. So that's kind of what it's been going for. So it is a very expensive cruise. I, I think we... Uh, as they it it gets out and people go on it and they get it out of I the think system, it'll, I think the price will drop. Yeah. The star of the seas already announced, so that's yeah. going to really take Utopia a lot of that. Utopia is coming out too. So I think if if someone was asking me my recommendation, um, especially if you're someone who has kids, if you have a family that you're trying to take on a trip, I would say if you're going during the summer season. Um, I would say that this is probably not the best if you're trying to save money. I think that some of these other ones have the same amenities. Yeah. And if you're so, taking four people, that's, that's $12,600. Yep. That's a lot of money. So. All right. Let's get on to some. Moving on. So, <laughs> so Norwegian breakaway, okay. right? All right. So this one's got. leaving June 2nd, 2024. Seven nights. So this is for two guests. Once again, interior room. Um, this one is for both people. Interior room, two thousand five hundred eighty-six dollars and ninety cents. 
All right, so it's twelve hundred a person. That's not bad. It's what do you not. What do you get with that? So with it's that, Norwegian. So it's Norwegian. So you get the free at sea, which is their open bar. Okay. Keep in mind with Norwegian's open bar, it has limitations, right? Not everything Tell is me. included. So make sure if you're looking into it, you read those limitations, you see what they are. But it is still a pretty good deal because you are getting. And does that 2500 include the gratuities? That's with gratuities okay. and everything, yeah. Yeah, the open bar is like you get the open bar in the kids' club. That's kind of what it includes. <laughs> <laughs> you then you get some specialty dining for two, like for one, two people. I think it depends on what, um, okay. like what category you book. But you get... Um, no, no, we're looking at this one. What do we what do oh, we Oh, that at? you would get one yeah. specialty okay. dining for two people. Yep. Um, which is still a pretty good deal because that can run you know, $50 a person. You get an excursion credit, uh, 50, $50 per person, which is not a bad deal. Um, you get um, a credit toward Wi-Fi, and then you also get free airfare for the second guest. Okay. So if you're flying in... Did this price include airfare? That didn't include okay. the airfare. It just included that. Right. Yeah. And, and then the you free can... at sea options. Okay. Yes. So, so Norwegian's coming in at about... A little more than a third of the price mm -hmm. of Icon. For similar amenities, actually, you get more. You get some drinks, you get some dining, you get some Wi-Fi, short excursion. Even yeah. if you don't use those things, it's that's on you whether you use it or not. They're still right. there. You, you still get them. Yep. All right. So, um, all right. So, so we've got Icon at sixty-two hundred. We'll say sixty-three hundred. Nor uh, Norwegian at twenty-six hundred. All right. Yep. Let's and then going. MSC. Yeah, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> MSC Seascape, um, we'll leaving give you the key to the ship. June 8th, um, two guests, interior room. Uh, this one uh, is $2,558. Okay, so about 100 bucks cheaper than Norwegian. With this, you get the Easy Plus. Oh, they don't give you the key to the Drink ship and you can drive yourself for that price? Unfortunately not. Damn. Uh, so you get the Easy Plus. Yes. Which so is... that's the next step up. Yeah. If you don't know the MSC beverage packages, easy is the basic mm -hmm. alcohol package where you kind of got to play a game of Russian roulette so when you order a cocktail. with the easy, it's like you get, um, say you get a gin and tonic. You get basic a rum and cocktails. coke. Yes. Simple things like that. And they occur in a mixer. Right. You don't get the featured. You don't get the featured ones. ones. This one you get uh, drinks up to a certain price. Yep. Um, I think this is their middle tier, right? Easy Plus? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then you get the Browse Wi-Fi, um, and then you get up to $100 onboard credit. That's pretty, onboard credit, it's 100 bucks, 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah. so um, that's pretty good. I went ahead because this pricing was so good for MSC. Okay. I also priced out a balcony room. Okay. Um, that came in at $3,158. So that's for six hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. So a for a balcony, balcony room, that's not bad, um, considering that's still about half the price of Icon, and you get a lot for that. Um, I just want to kind of throw that in there because I thought that was a pretty good deal for you know one of the newest ships okay. out there. So right now, MSC is got the cheapest price. Yes. At twenty, we'll round it up and just say twenty six hundred. Yeah. Okay, I like it. MSC always coming at the club. That's not like them. <laughs> All right. So then going on to Carnival, Mardi Gras. Ooh, uh, so this one is leaving June Don't tell 1st. Me. Did they beat MSC? Well, they did. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break damn. your heart. 
karma. Um, so they came in at $2,281, but you don't get anything. You get to stay on you, top of the fuel tank. You get the room with the water. Oh, okay. The, the water feature. It's an upgrade. <laughs> it's a water feature. You get to pay more for that. Um, yeah, so you that's the price. It's the cheapest out there. Um, so if you're looking purely on base fare price, Mardi Gras definitely comes out ahead. And um, with that $2,200, you get nothing. You don't, yeah. You get on the ship. You get on the ship. And you got to so, figure it out from there. Yeah. So if you're looking for getting the most perks or the most, you know. Don't we have one more? Value. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm getting to that. I'm just saying, right. like, if you're looking for base price yeah, with, so, with nothing else, yeah. then Carnival comes out ahead. Okay. But um, you didn't even talk about the last one. Well, we're getting to version. All right. All right, so Don't our Virgin Voyages, Valiant Lady. Um, this one is leaving June 7th. Um, this one's leaving out of Miami. Same thing, two people, interior room. Um, something that Virgin does, which I appreciate, which I was reminded of when I was doing this research, is they just do the price per room, right? It's not- And there's one other thing that Virgin does. What is that? No gratuities. Right. No gratuities. So this is the price. That's it. This is the price of the cruise. Take it or leave it. Now do remember this is five nights, right? So you're okay. getting two less nights. Yep. Um, but the price is $2,460. That's including all the food, which is all the specialty restaurants, mm -hmm. right? You're getting your all your non-alcoholic drinks. Yep. Minus coffee, I think, because especially coffee place you have to pay for. Well, because they have, um, what's that coffee? I, I can't um, think man, of it. Dang. Um, it's a it's a coffee shop out of California. But they have like Jeez. a very specialty high end coffee shop. High end coffee, really nice coffee machines, exquisite exquisite uh, product. You get Wi Fi, and this also includes the gratuities. Yeah, well, they don't charge for sure, right. so you don't pay so that. So, with Virgin, keep in mind, you don't, there is no um, drink package. Mm -hmm. You either pay as you go, or you can do a prepaid bar tag. Yep. Um, sometimes they run, um, you know, different specials where they give match you, it. yeah, they'll match how much you put. So, um, that's a really great time to book. Like, I think when we went, if we put... I think we put 300 and they gave us 300 it was something like that. Yeah, it was something similar. So um, where it, it came out, we both, they matched what we did. Yeah. So, so that was really, really nice. So Royal comes in at 6,200. Mm -hmm. Norwegian Breakaway comes in at 2,500. MSC comes in at, I'm sorry, Norwegian Breakaway comes in at 2,600. MSC comes in at 2,500. Carnival Mardi Gras comes in at 2,300. And Virgin Voyages comes in at 24. Yep. So. At the basic price, if you look at it per day, obviously the Carnival Mardi Gras is your cheapest option. Yeah. But once you add in gratuities, right, you have to pay gratuities. Fifteen bucks a day, seven days. Right. Brain's escaping me. It depends if you're if you that's want drinks or not. Two hundred bucks if you buy drinks. That's eighteen percent on every drink. So yep. Carnival's really twenty four, twenty five hundred. Yep. So it actually is more expensive than Virgin. Yeah. But with Virgin, you get two less days. Yes. But a really a really high end really experience. Good five days. So I would say. So what do you what do you out of all of these? If you were spending your own money, 
um, and you're looking to cruise next summer, what do you recommend? So I would go probably between, um, probably between MSC and Virgin. Okay. Would be my two, but also I would be interested to try Norwegian. I just don't know if that ship is the one that I personally would want to try. Gotcha. Um, I would like to try, you know, more of their, um, like the Bliss or something like that. That's just kind of more my style. But I think that MSC, you definitely get the most for the price. Um, I think if you're taking kids, MSC is the way to go mm -hmm. because it's so cheap. Well, and if you're taking kids, you immediately rule yourself. Well, yeah, but they have so much to yeah. offer for kids, too. They have, you know, like Caleb said, they have the Lego themed uh, things for kids. They've got specific kids areas. Um, you're just getting so much for the price with MSC. Uh, something else I like that they do specifically for kids is that they, okay, so they have all these things on the ship. Some are free, some are not, um, but they offer what like they Like the could. F1 simulator and the bowling right. and the games that and stuff like that. It's a charge. So every every cruise line does it. Royal has things that you know you pay for, Carnival, Norwegian, same thing. But what Norwegian, or not Norwegian, I'm sorry, MSC does is they offer a pass for the kids that you could just purchase one time and you don't have to worry about your kids racking up a huge bill or anything like that. So, um, if you're, if you're going with kids, I would say MSC. If you're wanting to go uh, adults only, definitely go Virgin. What do you, what, which one looks most interesting so, to you? So I kind of see it, uh, just stay away. Just <laughs> don't even try. Just wait till next year. It'll go yep. down in price. Um, Norwegian, MSC, Carnival, Virgin, they're really close in price. They're so close. I was really surprised at how close they were in price. Yep. Um, taking in my experience, I'm gonna. I would teeter between MSC and, and Virgin. Yeah. I think that uh, I would find it really hard to enjoy myself for Norwegian, trying to play the game of the package, the beverage yeah. package, like what's included and what's not, and why can't I get this but I can get that. Like to me, that kind of takes away from the experience. Yep. MSC, you get a little bit of that. It's a little bit, but not. I'm a little more versed with MSC. We got the black card where the diamond status, so we get a little bit more with it. So my heart always goes to MSC. <laughs> That's just where I uh, where I live at. Um, but I would actually, I, I, if you don't have kids, I would actually recommend the the Virgin Voyages. Yeah, I think that for what you get, that's a really great price. It is a really. It, great it's price. a little bit more per day, but it's actually the cheapest on here when you add in gratuities. Yeah, like so dollar wise, if you're looking to save or spend as little as possible, Virgin comes in as the cheapest. Yeah, with a super super elevated experience. Yeah, if you're looking to get the most bang for your buck, I think it's got to be MSC. Yeah. Easy Plus package. They get you coffee, alcohol. Um, you get the Wi-Fi. You get some onboard credit. You can jump up to a, a balcony room if you want for an extra six hundred bucks. Yep. And, so, and sometimes the MSC too, you get these really good uh, upgrade deals. And you just you can always bid right yep. afterwards. You just got to make sure you set your expectations correctly. Yeah. You, you you don't get a Royal Caribbean experience on board MSC. No. You're also not paying Royal Caribbean prices. Exactly. So we're gonna cruise news and booze certified. <laughs> our recommendation for next year for the summer for the summer 2024 
would be MSC. MSC Seascape, if you are looking for the best bang for your buck. And if you're not taking your kids and you want a really nice romantic cruise away, yep. Virgin Voyages, Valiant Lady, all day long. Yep. I Just think being this... able to set the lights in the room to red for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think that for MSC, even if it's going against Carnival, right, you're paying a little more, you're getting a lot more. Getting a lot more. Um... So yeah, I think that I think that's just the best. You just don't get the water feature. You don't get the seascape. water feature. You do get some, you know, fancy you chocolate. The, and you get to take all your stuff home with you <laughs> and not get ruined. That's what you get. That's what you thing. get. So um, let us know in the comments below if you would like to see a full video on our thoughts on MSC, why we like it, um, all of that good stuff. That's something we've been kind of toying around with for a while. Um, I know they kind of get a bad rap sometimes, but our opinion on why we do like them and why we feel like we can recommend them. And let us know in the comments below which one you Yeah, which one would, would you pick? pick? If uh if you had the option to go on any of these, which one do you would you like to see yourself going on in the summer of 2024? So yeah. uh there it is. That kind of wraps it up for happy hour uh this week. Yeah. Uh we uh we Hope did the research. We did the work to help you figure out what is the best priced cruise for next year, a cruise comparison of the same itinerary, similar amenities, all that good stuff. Um, so uh, I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Make sure, Make you, sure you subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you go for it. Make sure you subscribe uh, to see all of our upcoming videos. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this happy hour. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Cruise News and Booze. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Oh,